Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Well, here we are again, beginning of Advent. And just like last year, Christmas is already all out there everywhere in our society. I know it started at least at Thanksgiving, I think in some places even before that. It's so different, isn't it? The way we celebrate this season and the way our world does. Because Advent is supposed to be, believe it or not, a quiet time. A time when it slows down. And we really don't celebrate Christmas till Christmas. We have the 12 days of Christmas, you've heard the song. Those 12 days are December 25th till January 6th, the Feast of the Epiphany. That's Christmas. Oh yeah, we like to celebrate long, but not till we get there. We all know this. But I think there are still some ways that we can have Advent in our life. Because we make our own choices. So I'm going to give it a shot and talk about the spirit of Advent. We start out in the first reading from Isaiah... Isaiah so beautifully makes pictures and images with his words. So in this one, I was imagining the prophet is older. It just seems the way the words flow that he has some life experience. I picture him outside, maybe at night, and he's walking. And maybe the mountains are in the view, and he's kind of wistful. There's a melancholy about the words. He's thinking about old times when God did great things and the people, they were right with God. They said yes. But that's not how things are right now. He starts saying, Father, God, why do you let us wander away? Why do you let our hearts be hardened? Now he's realizing it's our fault. Why do you let that happen? And then he has this moment right in there where he says, if only you could rend the heavens, it says. If you could rip open the heavens and come down and the mountains would quake as you came down and you would do awesome deeds that no one's ever seen before, even bigger than in the book of Exodus, and it would wake us up. He hopes for that. He said... Would that you would find us doing right when you came. He's not so confident about that, but would that you would. He says, you know, our good deeds, Lau, are so thin. They're like polluted rags. They're like withered leaves. Our guilt, it's like we're blown away in the wind. But it ends, this little reflection, in hope. Because he says, yet, that little conjunctive word, Yet, you are God, our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. He's really saying, mold us. Mold us into something beautiful. You can do it. If only we said yes. When I heard about the clay there, I thought about when I first came here to St. Lawrence in 1983. I was just ordained. I didn't have a chalice yet. I couldn't find one that I liked. 
And I heard, saw these chalices by a guy named Frankie. F-R-A-N-C-H-I. As an artist in, in Assisi, Italy. He's passed on now, but back in the day. He makes them one at a time, and he sells them. It's like, you know, it's like, that's how God is with us. He works with us, one-on-one, -on -one, just like this artisan. And I never saw anybody in the States make chalices like he did. Now, this was a chalice made out of clay. Back in those days, we were allowed to use those at Mass. Since the 1990s, we have to use precious metals. But this is my first chalice in Patton. I had friends that went over to Assisi, and I said, hey, can you go to Frankie's shop and get me one? Pick out one that you like, and I'll like it. So they picked out this one. Here's the Patton. I'll describe it to you. Around the edges is a beautiful pattern of key rows and crosses alternating all the way around. The key row is the monogram of Jesus. The X and the P are the first two letters in Greek for the word Christ. So it's a beautiful pattern around here. And the same patterns on the chalice. And the color that he used is a mixture of colors. It's earthen. And I thought that's so fitting because Paul said that we are earthen vessels. In the verse right before that, he says, Christ is the light that shines in our hearts. We are earthen vessels to remind us that it's not about us. It's about God. Beautiful little metaphor right there. Well, when I got this chalice, oh, by the way, guess how much this cost? These two pieces? Total? $35. Now, the guys buying chalices now, it's precious metals, they're paying $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. This was a big bargain back in that day. <laughs> but I knew, because it's made out of clay, that one day there would be an accident and it would slip out of somebody's hands and, and hit the ground. That happened here. It didn't even last my first assignment. And it broke into several pieces. You can see the, you can see on the back where the pieces were. There were lots of pieces. Well, I was just going to get rid of it. You can't throw out a sacred vessel. You have to bury it. So I was going to just go out and bury it. It was nice. It was great. But it's no good anymore. Somebody from the parish told me, let me take it. And they put it back together again. Doesn't that happen in our lives? We're earthen vessels. We get broken. And God says, don't bury it. Don't throw your life away. I can fix it. And he puts us back together again. That's why I keep it. It's on my desk. I see it every day. It's a reminder of what's possible. When God is the potter and we allow ourselves to be the clay. You know, when he comes at Christmas Day 2,000 years ago, could you be any more vulnerable than a baby? He took that form. He puts himself into our hands in a most vulnerable way. And really, what he's asking 
can you put your life in my hands? Let me form you. And when you're broken, let me heal you. Let me make you something beautiful again. I think that's what the spirit of Advent is all about. I want to close with this prayer. It's by St. Charles de Foucault. He was a hermit. When he was in his teenage years, he was an atheist. And, you know, when atheists find their faith again, they become sometimes the best Christians. He went out and lived in the Holy Land. He ended up in Algiers, living among the Muslims. He wanted to be a universal brother. He wanted to live the commandment, love God and love your neighbor all the way to the end. He wrote this prayer called the Prayer of Abandonment. When you listen to it, you may say, oh, I wish I could do that. Okay, well, pray like that then. Pray that you wish you could do this. Or you can even start praying it and pray your way into it. Father, I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will. Whatever you may do, I thank you. I am ready for all. I accept all. Let only your will be done in me and in all your creatures. I wish no more than this, O Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. I offer it to you with all the love of my heart. For I love you, Lord, and so need to give myself, to surrender myself into your hands without reserve and with boundless confidence. For you are my Father. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.